I know. talked to my mom oh. today, and I'm like, We're gosh, it's, is it, it's a gloomy Monday. Here is it a gloomy Monday there? And she said, so gloomy, windy, oh. rainy. And then we learn, you know, about an hour into all of us getting here, that Leslie Jordan, oh. that national treasure himself, uh, d- passed away in a car crash today in Hollywood. So it just made the gloomy Monday feel even gloomier. It's the... Yep. It really did. It's so sad. And we have found some audio. Thank God I recorded something. Yes, um, you're always, gonna, you, you got very good about that, like the last several years. There's nothing that would ever be saved. And so we have our last interview with him in 2018 when he was here. And it was right when um, the Star is Born trailer was coming out oh. with... Um, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Yes. So we're going to be talking about that at three fifteen. Yeah. But it's super sad. Oh, it really, it really. Everyone is. loved him totally. And you know, I have a a niece who's always been quite unimpressed with you know being on the radio and with her whatever. Aunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the thing that impressed her, the thing that just made her realize that we were somebody, was when. The first time we had Leslie Jordan oh. on our show, which was like 2012. Probably, yeah, he was at camp and she was just like, oh, my gosh, I love that guy. She's been a huge fan. And so I sent her a text today because Leslie Jordan helped so many people. He was an actual, you know, uh, one of the few bright spots in the pandemic. He we really would go was. to his thing. And my niece, I think I'll maybe, you know, maybe spoke for a lot of people, but she had like. The whole pandemic thing, everything just conflated her anxiety, you know, increased her, just everything that she was feeling about the world. And she's like, the one thing that it would cheer me up every day is I'd go to Leslie Jordan's Instagram and watch him twirl or watch him do this or say hunker downers. She's like, I... Hello, fellow hunker downers. Leslie Allen Jordan reporting in for duty. I'm being lazy. I like to lay in bed and read things and ponder things <laughs> i was just reading about this oh he's so cute you might he keep, did it yeah. every she, day. But, she, but she was like i just she's you know i mean i'm she's like devastated today i mean people are really feeling like this is a real like we know him and we did know him because we were lucky enough to have him in studio I think you know at least three times. times but i mean Anyone felt like they knew him because he's been on TV so long, and he's and he's self-deprecating, and you just kind of feel like he he wouldn't treat anyone differently, no matter who you were. Yeah, I know it. He was Jeez. dark. He was just that the, is a big shock. Yeah, so he well, must have had because he crashed and had a car accident, so he must have had a heart attack or a stroke or something. Uh, yeah. You would think that one of those Poor things. Thing. Did anyone have a weekend claim to fame that's uh, exciting other than enjoying the, the summer like weekend? The beautiful weather. It was really nice. Was Very nice weather. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, a lot of work outside, I'm sure, like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right outside. Oh. I mean, it was like warm enough. It felt like the summery day. This is not treat. necessarily we can claim to fame, but I know there's a lot of us who woke up this morning with the little dust cloud on oh. our car that it rained oh. last night. Appa- what was that? So apparently there's been this drought, obviously, in Minnesota, yeah. and we had these winds last night, and it took a bunch of dust from the southwest and picked it up. And then when we had a small rain last night, if you weren't parked in a garage, you looked like you went mudding last night. You're kidding. My, My car, windows to the west. 
are completely covered, and we washed them again That's how yesterday. much loose soil blew There's up. Blew so up in the air, soil. and it dumped literally mud rain everywhere. So I washed right. my car yesterday, and I got out of the oh. car this morning, and it, it was mm-hmm. just covered in mud. Oh, no. And I know a lot of people. I saw them driving around. I'm sure there are people driving right now. I was going to the car wash, and I took one look at the line, and I was like, forget it. Good That's call. a good call. Then. Good call. You saved yourself some money. Well, I was in the garage, but yeah. it was more because it was like 10 cars deep on both sides. Smart move. Ah, and mm. you know how I feel about the car wash anyway. Once I get inside that thing, jeez, you know, <laughs> well, everything going on, call somebody. Sometimes they hand you a cloth to wipe off your dash while, you know, they're washing. Oh, while you're going while through. While you're going through. And I did that last time and I accidentally hit my windshield wiper while the things were going and my windshield wiper was went right off the car. Like broken? Off. Oh, off. Just completely. And you can't back in because there's another car behind you and you can't go get it because there's people, you know. So it was just stupid on my part, but I hit the wiper thing. Like the whole it. wiper went. The wiper. So just the, the edge. Oh, just, just the edge. Just the $27 piece. Okay, got it. It's <laughs> a $27 piece. <laughs> Not the unit. Right. But, you know, they always say, don't yeah. have anything going. Yeah. Don't have anything going. Well, I, I mean, we can't talk about the dragons. Because Grant, you Grant didn't finish. Nope, I did not. Yeah. And you, did you see it, Julia? Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. good. For, I did not yep. get to it. No. Nope. And the rings, the Lord of the Rings. That ended a week ago, Friday. Yeah. I know, but I just caught up on it. Okay. Yeah. yeah I didn't realize too. that was an eight episode. Yeah, I'm very disappointed not to have those two things in my life, though, because those were two good Epics. things. Epics. Well, we've got Chantrum right now, which is... They're doing that. Again, once We're talking a about week. our TV. Yeah. God, yeah. Yeah, we're talking, you know, like a, a what else? show. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I uh, um, I did finish our uh, book for tomorrow night for our book club, <gasps> nice. the Lorna Lambic. That was really good. And then we're having... You're on fire, Julia. The Swan Report, or oh. Swan's War, the next book that's... Later this week, that's also an excellent... He's the former U.S. ambassador to Israel, and this book is so good, but we have a different one anywhere you run tomorrow. I mean, we are... We're Bookorama here. Yeah. We're having a Bookorama. It is October, October, November, the big months there's for book release. A ton. I think there's just a ton, and then you yeah. get into the summer reading May, June. Right. I, f- I feel like it, but there were so many I couldn't pass, but yeah. That's... For all the hard work you yeah, have been doing. Yeah, those books. books. You have been an animal with that. No, but the good books job. are really good. Yeah, good. Oh, man. Yeah. We can't even keep up with them. And we've yeah. got a big giveaway today. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. If yeah. anyone likes Keith Urban, we did this last year. Mm-hmm. We're doing it again this year. We've yeah, got a he, giveaway. He's closing his, uh, his North America tour here in St. Paul on Saturday night because Keith Urban got his first... Uh, big popularity and buzz. It happened in Minnesota. Whatever country station was playing Keith Urban. Um, and we heard that because Nicole Kidman told us that mm-hmm. when she made him talk to us on the red carpet for Australia. That's These a movie, ladies Australia. are from Minnesota. This was your first place. Oh, oh that's she cool. talks, Yeah. So, okay, listen, when we come back, our story we can't get enough of is going to be Leslie Jordan. We are going to remember him, even though we are 
still in shock and wrapping our head around the fact that the world is a lot, 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 lot less bright today. We'll be right back. Well, we know we're going to be okay, but we are now living in a world without Leslie Jordan in it, and it's a lot, lot, lot less bright. What a darling man, 67 years old. Too, way too young. Lived way. in Hollywood, probably run into Walgreens, Julia, to pick up a prescription or something. Because he lived right in the heart of Hollywood, um, uh, you know, like below, right below Melrose. And he was always talking about, you know, in his little Instagram, oh, I got to run up here. Mm-hmm. I got to go to, you know... Um, Oh, what's that beanery place? The bean coffee bean. Yeah, the, bean the coffee co- bean. The coffee bean. Whatever. He's yes. always name dropping sort of all these places right in the middle of uh, Hollywood. And he something happened and his car crashed and maybe he had a heart attack or stroke. We don't know. But um, he he's a national treasure, actor, comedian, writer, singer, and just a damn ray of sunshine. And a panelist. He was, good. He was on The Masked Singer. Um, he did two kind of short runs in the past with them, mm-hmm. and he's in an upcoming episodes. And he was just on Jennifer Hudson's daytime talk show. Yes, he was talking about it, and he um, just thinks that is so much fun. And he's guest judged on RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, he's in a show that's filming the one yeah. with uh, Maya Bialik. I think it's who's in. That. I don't know what that one is, but here, here we found. Call me cat. He's filming. Call me cat, which is you know. An, a present show. It started last year. That's right. Yes. That's right. I taped that. Yeah. I just haven't watched it, but he is, um, here's him. He came into town. He did many shows at camp, mm-hmm. um, uh, bar in St. Paul stand up. And this was his last time that we chatted with him here. And it was in, um, July of 2018. Was it for my life down the pink carpet? No, or no, it was no, no. after that. It's just, way it after was that. called exposed, but you're going to catch in the middle of it. I just started to, film him and it was right when all the hullabaloo about a star is born was coming out with lady gaga and bradley cooper oh we talked about that forever we did so here he is kind of talking about it with us a trailer for a star is born <gasps> she's allowed herself to not look pretty yeah but yet chunky she... and she's like kind of the homely girl yeah and he wonders if she can sing or not and he looks like like a million dollars bradley cooper but not in that trailer. Oh, yeah, his blue eyes. Come really? on, those like blue eyes. Like that rough like yeah. that? Oh, we oh, like him rough. Oh, I wouldn't know about chipped teeth, tattoos, and dirty fingernails. No. <laughs> You're not from the South or anything, are you? <laughs> so in your show, give people, when in your show, do you, is it a blend, tell people, is it a blend of, you know, your show This new or? show is called Exposed. Okay. It was originally called Leslie Jordan Naked. Mm-hmm. But, but you put some clothes on. But there was an incident. <laughs> <laughs> I was down in Puerto Vallarta performing my show before that one. I had a show where uh, called Straight Out of Chattanooga that was based on the idea that I live in Tupac's old apartment in Hollywood <laughs> and have for years. Yeah. And his ghost, that's why I'm such a rebel and a thug. So I had this, and I would come out dressed as um, Tupac. I'd have a cap on backwards and all this bling and my... Uh, my jeans, I had XXL jeans, yeah. and I didn't know it, but my pecker was hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a beautiful pecker. Oh, <laughs> good news for everybody. I'm posting this on I Instagram. I have the Brad Pitt of peckers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're sharing this. <laughs> the girls, 
that ran the bar down there said to me, well, maybe the word will spread that you pull it out. I go, no, I'm not going to do it again. It was yeah. an accident. She said, well, we only have 17 on the books. And... Um, you might have not. spread the news. <laughs> no bad pun intended. But anyway, I thought, I'll write a show called Lester Jordan Naked. <laughs> and anyway, it was going along all nice, like we had the artwork done and everything, and then Mama got whipped of it. I'm 63, and I still ask to be excused from my mother's dinner table. Yeah. I mean, there's just things Indeed. you do. There's ways. That's another reason I cleaned up my act Yeah, okay. Bit. Well, I'm glad because you were embarrassed for your mom to come so see you. So you changed it from naked to exposed. Exposed, and it's all about. Oh, oh that's that it. it. Yeah. Oh, that was oh. so good what you got, though. Oh. That was so good. Oh. Yeah. The Brad Pitt of Peckers. Peckers. <laughs> and my, I was just acting, pretending I was in Tupac's old apartment. I mean, that's so random. Like, like Brad, right. I heard you laugh. He would just throw things out of left field all the time. And I think one of the funniest Will and Grace episodes ever was when he was with um, Megan Mullally's character and he was in riding that little mini four-wheeled... He played Beverly Leslie. Yes. <laughs> oh. He played I, Beverly Leslie. And yes, they were uh, on that last season and they were on the border. Yes, and he was a border patrol and his yes. little children's ATV. It, it was hysterical. I don't he, know if that made the would, montage because we did know. post like... 12, but I feel like this montage was maybe didn't include that last no, year. That no. one was like, wet your pants. L- laughing Because he was. was so funny. I'll look for it. Oh, Grant, you'll it. die. Beverly Leslie, that was just an iconic character, he and, and Karen in Will and Grace. Oh. And, you know, he he was also in Hearts of Fire, which that was only on for like two years, like 93 to 95 I don't know if Marky Post, who was in that, then he was several characters in the American Horror Story franchise every season. And then he was in The Cool Kids, which only lasted one season. And my mom and all of her, you know, lady friends really liked it because it was on Friday night with Vicki Lawrence and... and and, and a guy, there was another funny guy, but the, they were the like the cool kids oh, yeah. in the the assisted, the assisted living. living. And then one of his best known on stage performances was in this show called Sorted Lives, where he played uh, 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 brother boy, buddy boy Ingram, and he took that role to the screen in Sorted Lives, which became. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Very campy cult classic. And that's like where um, he really achieved legendary uh, status is, is in Sorted Lives. Because... He was almost, um, he always with that whole Chattanooga, oh. that Tennessee thing. And I don't know if his mom is still alive or if she uh, passed away. Because he did the early quarantine with her and his two sisters. Who, right. They were like in their high 70s. He was the baby. He and Peggy and Jordan. Yeah. Uh, she passed away. She, it looks to be... She passed away, has passed away, yes. Yeah, but in twenty twenty May twenty fourth of twenty twenty May seventeenth of twenty twenty two. So So she just just passed away. Yeah, and he was like super close to her. And he also shared a jail cell with Robert Downey Jr. Yes, he did. Oh. He would that was a we did, gotta find He these. would tell that story in his stand up. Um he told uh, Wendy Williams that he'd been Sober for 13 years, and in that same appearance, he said before he gave up drinking, he shared a cell with Robert Downey Jr. And when they both appeared later on Ally McBeal, because Leslie Jordan was on that, Robert Downey Jr. is like, I've met you before, I've met you before, I Where? can't remember. And Leslie was like, Ally Jail. <laughs> and you know, on that, the cool kids, because that was a great show if people didn't watch it. It was Martin Mull, Jamie Farr. David Allen Greer. Yeah. Oh. And he was Mr. Blackley, the newspaper editor in so The Help. Funny. Oh, he was so cute. Uh, he was on Murphy Brown. Oh. Um, he was on Boston Legal. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he was in a, uh, he was a ski pro- patrol director in a short-lived show called Ski Patrol. And okay, he yes. was also, did a couple guest star turns in Ugly Betty as the celebrity, like almost, he was like a, Perez Hilton. Yes. Guys, so he would be really great is in all these sort of different um you know little <laughs> character parts. Oh, this is so this is just so sad. And every Sunday since he uh in 2021 he released his gospel music Companies Coming. Mhm. And every Sunday just about on his Instagram he would sing a gospel song. Oh. And so just yesterday he uh uh, performed. He didn't do this light, little light of mine, but another gospel church unique guy playing guitar. And nice. So he is five. He became a bona fide star mm-hmm. in the quarantine on Instagram. Five million followers. So yeah, for we might have to play the border scene. When I we have come it back. ready to go. We might have to play it because it's classic. Funny. Okay. All right, you're listening, Lori and Julia. This is my talk. And oh no, when we learned that we are now living in a world without um, that sparkle of sunshine, Leslie Jordan. And uh, Julia has kept everything in her phone and recorded interviews, and she takes the photos. And oh, look at that cute picture of us! It's cute one of us with Leslie Jordan and the man wall. And he liked the man wall and wanted to tell us stories about different men. Oh, I got a story about him. Oh, Oh, I got a story. It was like he goes, Y'all got too many pictures up here. He loved the man man wall. wall. Yes, he did. So did Minnie. Yeah, I know it. And you know, really, we that was taken down under um 
false, false pretenses. pretenses. That's, That's right. right. Deep and, water. And and I think it was a deep water mission, which is like way a notch below <laughs> CIA. Yeah, it really or above. You know, it's you can't even speak of it. It really, um, <clears throat> and I don't know if these are posting because I don't know where they're going. We have no internet in our. Um, is that what's happening? Something in, weird's happening in the box here. So where we record, point. you know oh, that? Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, you got to stand outside. Oh, service. Yeah, we get no service. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In the box, we had better record. service when the man wall was up, and instead they did a. You know, what will you do with the drunken sailor? We did a, sh- a, a shanty. sea shanty that mm-hmm. Rocco wrote. Rocco yeah. did a great job. I have what the, will you do with I the have the man sailor? wall, and I think, yeah, think yeah. about it, during COVID, we were so lonely, and then we had to take down all of our company that shared the studio with us. It really was bad timing. If we think about it, we'll get mad all over again. No, we're going <laughs> to put it back up, because I saved it. Right. That's right. I okay, so do we it. have a little... Uh, yeah, we've got this clip, and I posted it as well to our... I took the last second here to post it, so if you don't... If you, it's it's also visual, but very funny audio-wise. Okay, so, so this is him on Will and Grace. Mm-hmm. The playing, last season. The last season playing. Beverly Leslie, Leslie. Karen's good friend. And he was a Border Nemesis. Patrol. Well, so basically, Karen had a sponsorship of a certain part of this wall that she was patrolling, mm-hmm. and you'll hear why. And then he just... This you'll you'll get the idea. And she, he's on a child, child size ATV yeah, in like a the, little uniform. In a oh. little red rider cowboy <laughs> yes. uniform and with he's a red eleven. Yeah. <laughs> so this just sets up perfect. The visual is great. I'm afraid this isn't your section of the wall. Someone else sponsored it. That's impossible. I specifically requested this section because this is where the most illegal drugs get seized. I appreciate you trying to help keep drugs out of America. Who says I'm trying to keep them out. This is an outrage. Who would have the giant cojones to steal my sponsorship of the wall? Well, well, well. (laughs) He's pulling up. Looks like a rascal. A little rascal. Hello, Karen. I thought Walker, Texas Ranger got canceled years ago because of old age. (laughs) And I nearly forgot to congratulate you on Toy Story 4. (laughs) I heard Stan kicked you out of the manse like a dried up old tumbleweed. But I never thought you'd have blown all the way down here. Are you just visiting my section of the wall? (laughs) It's my section, Wyatt Twerp. Now get these hot wheels out of here before I move them out for you. I'd like to see you try. Hold on tight, Beverly. Now they're. Because you're about to try reverse cowboy. They're facing each other, crashing into each other. She pushed him out of the way. Oh man! They that I mean, yeah, yeah. I just think of all the people who like. I think Melissa Peterman. That they were very good, very friends. good friends. I think so too. Like that, just that. You know, Hollywood is small, and then he, because he blew up on Instagram during the beginning of the pandemic, yeah. and he just got. I mean, he, his agent posted it was really rather sweet. Um, about Leslie, he said the the one thing is that he was at the height of his professional and personal life when he died, and I guess that's something. Oh yeah, you like know? he made it. Kind of like he finally could feel like, like I he really was made so it. happy. He, you know, he was just in a very happy place. Um, and yeah, but people are just like really, you know, twirl for me. They're very sad about that because we felt like you feel like that's the thing about his instas. He's laying down. 
I did. He's talking to you. I, mean, I remember did we, one. Remember yeah, I did you one did pretending one? I was him? And we would look at it every day because it was just like, at sure. first we didn't know what was going on. And we're like, well, we can just watch Leslie. He'll give us a little a little boost of oxytocin, you know. That everyone needed. Yeah. Yeah. And more, and it became like viral. And then yep. people were like, oh, he's been a treasure for a long time. Oh. Leslie. I don't know how to post it, Lori. They're not posting right. it. Well, we'll, we'll get figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I, I did um I did watch uh two new shows this weekend. One was just pure comfort TV, and the other one, I mean, I don't know how I didn't know about it. Maybe because it was on Epics. Oh, I love but Epics. Pennyworth. I did not watch Pennyworth. I watched I from on Epics. Of that one, though. Pennyworth is Batman's future butler, and it's his backstory, oh. and it takes place in. I'm all in. Oh my God! It is a spy thriller. Pennyworth. Pennyworth, sexy, sassy. Heck yeah! It makes you go, oh yeah, I see how Michael Caine grew up to be. You know, him. three seasons long. Yeah, I know because yeah. it's on Epic, so it's now it's on HBO yes. Max. Yeah, Epic's is kind of like a lower tier movies channel. People, yeah, well, and it has some. It had some scripted dramas. Well, you know, From was amazing. I talked to you guys about that about a year ago, yeah. where you come into this city and then all of a sudden you can't leave. Yeah, and there's a paranormal side to it. It's creepy. Right. It's amazing. If you get a chance, it came out last season. There's the one Godfather se- of Harlem. You know that one with yeah. Forrest Whitaker, but. So it's Batman's future butler. So it's the origin of 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 Alfred, which Great. I never knew Pennyworth was his last name. I didn't either. And it's a retro spy thriller, and it's quite it's quite um, it's funny and it's introspective, and yeah, it's really is it a couple thing or a... oh, I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I think so. Because Casey and I, Casey's like, like, I it? found a show we might like together because we kind of like these backstories oh yeah it takes place you know 1960s london but it's a 1960 london because remember this is comic book origin yep so people are put in stockades and still getting pelted with vegetables for being in decent exposure other kinds of you know being hung and guillotined and tortured pelted <laughs> with vegetables, vegetables. for indecent proposal <laughs> yeah because you always would have a sign on that. the stockade you know that was always that was this british thing like in the whatever if it was 17th never, 18th century you'd be put in stockade and they the puritans brought it to new england and they wow. would put People in stockades. Okay. Um, you know, maybe. Is that this thing? No? Yes. Yeah, where you have your arms And then you did whatever you did. Is this like why at the Renaissance Festival yes. they have the tomato man where you throw the tomatoes at the guy? Well, that or they'll have people in stockade or like you think of Hester Pern, you know, Pern, you know, Scarlet Letter, you know, having yes. to walk around town. Yes. With, with a, the you were yeah. you were an adulteress, so your sins were on display to yes. the world. Yes. So this is sixties. This is London, and because at first I'm like going, I'm trying to make sense of what's right. happening because the last public ex- execution in England happened like in the 1800s, mm. whereas like in France, 1977, exactly. France the Yeah, that took a them long a long time. time. They were still killing, but then, yep. you know, England was backward on sexuality. Yes, they were. So anyway, but Pennyworth, I, I, you got to realize it's a comic book. 
Yeah. Oh, it yeah. Sounds good, so, but it, it's very, very, very well done and pretty good. And then um, the other, the comfort TV that I watched uh, Saturday morning as I was, you know, coming up with ideas of things I could do and then promptly shelving them. And then realizing I just want to switch my clothes. Oh, no. I, I just want to have a bagel and a fresh cup of coffee. And I watched two episodes of the Winchesters on the CW. Yes. The, that was the one you were excited about. Yes. Cool. It was really good, you, you guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you like if you like the original, if you like Supernatural, love it. It takes place in the 70s. And it is this backstory of Dean and Sam's mom and mm-hmm. how they met when he just came back from Vietnam. And he lied and got into the Marines when he was like 17. So he's out at 19 and she's already a demon fighter. Julia, her family has a long history of being yep. a demon Demons? fighter. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was good. I mean, it was it definitely, I think um, you, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really, that was well, my weekend claim to fame. I had such a lazy Saturday morning. Yeah. I just couldn't, just hadn't had one. And That's I kept nice. looking around and thinking, do this, do that. Well, and then I'm mm-hmm. so glad I'm so good at talking myself out of some of these ideas. These projects? Yes, these projects. These projects. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've washed my window and then the mud storm last night. Oh, oh did it? I cannot so even. you got to stop washing your oh, windows. That is the Jeff lesson. Jeff is on a 12-foot ladder yesterday washing them on a new set. Oh, and no. I'm like, oh, we're good. Oh. Mm-hmm. How did you feel when I shared the news with you that Sophia Grace, our little eight-year-old who sang super bad. Just think, that's her claim to fame for life. She sang a Nicki Minaj song on Ellen when she was eight with her cousin Grace. at six. She's that's like everyone always has that image. That's her claim to fame. That's so early to have and then, happen. And, and then if you don't remember who she is, Grant, do you have the button bar? Which one? I like pink. I like pink. No, I don't have yeah. that one. Yeah, oh. we couldn't find it. Yeah, but, but we but, would play them. We were in love with those two. And little Ellen girls. had them on for quite a bit for like two years, and then you know she dropped them, just like she does with everybody. You know, we find out but later. She had them cover the red carpet for. She yes, had them she, do a lot she of because she recognized kids are cute They're and darling. English kids are cute, and then at about eleven. And uh, 13, then she started aging them out, so they weren't as cute anymore. Do we have the Super Bass song that she we did? Do, we don't, but okay. Sophia Grace is pregnant. I almost died, Lori. I almost died. I, she's pregnant. But then I wasn't surprised, and I then I'm it. judging. And then what does that get me? It, it doesn't get you anything, but it makes you can make you A, feel old. because Beyond. She's 19 and having a baby, but still the thing that made me, that I always think, I always feel bad for Sophia Grace, is that that is her claim to fame. That happened to her when she was eight. Yeah. And she's been trying she, to have a music career and, and yeah. this. And really all of her career she has is that she's an influencer. And I'm worried she's been influenced by an unworthy wiener. Oh. You know. <laughs> oh. And now she's Hence in a pregnancy. dilemma. We're, she's 21 weeks and shared it with us. Yeah. These were the two girls that were in pink, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. I, I like found fluff. it on. I like pink. Do you have pink. it? I found their interview. I'm just getting up oh. to the performance here. Here we go. Give me a second. All right, well, we'll see. Yeah, they were eight. Yeah. This one is for the boys with the boomer system. Top sound EC with cool system. When it come out of the club and he plays the nut. Got sets going dead like a CV nut. And he'll, he real, he might get a deal. He bought balls and got a rock, gonna fail. He fall, he go, he might still call. He owes in the air, but I never have like him. 
Rupship said that the, yes. the little cousins just she did nothing. She did nothing. Remember me and you? They were cousins, and one of them performed. The other one was the cheerleader. Like okay, okay. So that is Sophia's grace to fame. I know. A, a claim to fame, right here. Did you hear that? I mean, they were infectious. Yes, yes, Very, yes, yes, yes. as eight and six-year-olds yes. are, you know. But now she's 19, and I just hope she hasn't been influenced by, you know, uh, I hope that everything is is good and well or whatever. But don't think that I just didn't go, oh, my God. I, I got to send died. this to Julia and see what she says I'm about sorry. Sophia Grace. Because you think, oh, I she's forgot, old enough to have a baby. I forgot who they were until I saw this video. Oh, yeah. No, they All were right. a big deal. All right, listen, we'll be right back. All right, we have a bad habit of gossiping and being very opinionated here on our show. It happens. Our program. That's what you're paid to do. Is it? Yes. <laughs> you know, we wonder sometimes. I, we do. We, <laughs> we do. do. Oh, are you feeling bad what we said about Rosie? Oh, God, no. Oh, no, not I, at I'm all. like, what are you feeling bad about? No, no. We no. do. Yeah. It's, it's we're here. No, just somebody, uh, somebody, uh, normally I don't even look at these, but oh, I was. I can't believe I, it. I looked at one of our, you know, comments on our Instagram and, mm-hmm. oh, man, somebody, like, uh, took me to task for, you know, just having too many opinions. And it got me thinking. I thought, well, yeah, I do. I've always been an opinionated. Uh, you have opinions. Hey, yeah. You but, told me this last week, like Howard oh, Stern yeah. no, said, no, yeah. don't let it get to you. Be yourself and keep those opinions Yeah, coming. yeah. But, you know, it is just like um, it'll just, you know, get to you for a second because... Like, that's where you can't, you know, the good and the bad. So you just, like, kind of stay in it. I've always, I always tried to stay in a cloud and just float over it, you know. You're good at that, Lori. Yeah, I know. You've I been am. very good at that. Yeah, yeah. You have. Well, one of the things you had an opinion about mm-hmm. was many. <laughs> was how dark you thought the filming of the dragons um, House was. House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon, it how is. dark you thought it was. See, and I don't recognize that at all, what you were talking about on my TV. Uh-huh. So. They did an interview with the showrunner about it because it ended last night, this this first season of it. And he said the difference between making television and making movies is when you make a movie, you collaborate the thing that you're making. The master file is idealized for movie theaters. So the problem in making television is you do everything. You know, movie theaters have a professional, professional um, mm-hmm. projectionist and all these other things. The problem with making television is you do all that, you make the show on millions of dollars worth of equipment, you make a perfect file in a perfect environment, and go to and great equipment that's perfectly calibrated for the perfect okay. system, and then you release it to the wild. Okay. okay. And it goes to different dis- distributors that compress it. Some have 4K, okay. some have 10 no, EP. No. He just says... There's no perfect no. viewing environment. No, no, but, no. It's called lighting, dude. Just no. throw on some light. We, but my, we, I can see it on my TV. That's why I was wondering why. Because I know a dark show like Pirates of the Caribbean. There was, was so dark. just one episode so far. That you thought it, it was so okay, dark. that was very dark. And I wasn't the only one. People were universally saying, wow, you couldn't see anything in the dark cave. Casey forgot to perfectly collaborate it. No, no, he <laughs> knows how to calibrate it. And then in last night's episode, um, it was uh, in some swooping scenes. It was difficult to see what was going on. And I thought, was yes, swooping? the CGI budget wasn't there. 
is what I took it to mean. <laughs> True. That, that's what I took it to mean. And because they're spending a lot of money on every costumes and everything else. Boy. But sometimes I wish that, you know, don't forget we're here for the dragons. We're here for the t- the boobs. We're here for the sex and the dragons. Did you were just yes or no? You satisfied with the ending? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. It. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. There was no other place. It had to go to this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I liked it. And then I've read a lot of think pieces about so it. So I. So I could see if I was thinking in the right way about it, or what did I miss? Mm-hmm. You know. That's smart to do that, though, because I don't pick up on all that stuff. And I started doing that after you tell me that you do that. And then I learned so much more about the I episode when I'm done. Yeah. Then sit down with everybody afterwards. Oh, do you say do that part? I like okay, that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, those are fun. But sometimes I have no clue. Yeah. And then we. And I like that. Like, I kind of was proud of the fact that I didn't know anybody's sure name on the House of the Dragon. I really never learned anybody's name mm-hmm. on that show. But it was good. I think it was. Yeah. It, it was, was good. good. It, it set up the next uh, chapter. Yes, yes I thought it was story. good. Speaking of chapters, there's a new book out, Julia, called "The Way They Were: How Epic Battles and Bruised Egos Brought a Classic Hollywood Love Story to the Screen." Based on that, the Robert Redford, Barbara Streisand, "The Way We Were" memories. That's right. That's right too. A book. On one movie, who being put out all these years later. So the guy's name is Robert Huffler, and it's not out yet. It's coming out, but it's an oral history about it. And I thought, well, think about how much we loved watching the offer about the making of The Godfather. Love that. What if there's this epic story behind the making of The Way We Were? I would love that, too, because there were great people in that movie. Great people. Well, so far, it, it, it was the book is this, is that Robert Redford was very hesitant to do this movie with mm-hmm. Barbara Streisand. He, um, he told Sidney Pollack, who directed it, mm-hmm. and he's the director and an actor. He directed yes, he Robert Redford in, mm-hmm. uh, in Out of Africa. But he told uh, Sidney, he said, she'll direct herself. Um, she's got a controlling reputation. This will never work. And well, he then, knows her. <laughs> and then he also said, she's not going to sing, is she? I don't want her to sing in the middle of the movie. I can't. I couldn't stand that. And then, wow, I, wow, she's like the best voice ever. I'd hate it if she broke into song. Yeah, the book also reported that Sydney, who passed away in 2008, had, had said Barbara had never worked, had never worked with a really strong leading man. So she, obviously she didn't yeah. consider Ryan O'Neill, you know, right. really strong. And you think of who else she acted with prior to 1976 Ellie or whenever. Gould. Elliot Gould, yeah. Uh, She has a tendency to take over the picture just by the size of her talent or larger-than-life presence. It's hard for a co-star to stay in the same ring with her. This is what Sidney Pollack uh, said about Barbara. He believed that Robert Redford would be a perfect opposite of Barbara Streisand. In acting, you have to sense there's a reserve somewhere that you're seeing the tip of the iceberg, and he felt that Barbara, that the chemistry between those two, he said Redford will make someone come to him as a performer. Good choice of words. He holds his ground and either you enter his turf 
or you don't get it, period. He will not court you. I spent literally eight months beating him to death in order to get him to do the way we were. I would not let him off the hook. He did not want to do it. Isn't that interesting? And then a sequel was going to be done called The Way We Changed. Mm. And... Robert Redford just refused. refused. Barbara wanted to do it. Well, they had on-screen chemistry like no time. Yeah. Hubble and what was her name? Katie. Yeah. Katie, yeah. Look and, at that. And, I remember that. And, That's gross. That, well, no, it isn't. That's an icon. That is a yeah. great, one of the great romantic uh, dramas of all you time. You want to cry. Yes. If you, you want to guarantee cry. cry. That's right. If you just had a love that didn't work out, well, they don't always all work out. Right. You know, and uh, she just did an interview with The Guardian, and she again, and she said to them, she said, you know, even after all these years, I still mad people don't know how to say Streisand. And they go, Streisand, I just had to correct my Streisand. My, my new assistant. We got to know from Daniel, who, hello, Julia. I know Lori doesn't read these, but tell your radio, your friend, your sister-in-law, we love that she's full of opinions. Okay. I message you because she doesn't read always read emails and stuff like this. You do. Love it. Grant is great, too. Leslie Jordan, he was the best. I love disappearances on your show. Thanks, Daniel. Oh, Daniel. That's sweet. All right, we're going to be back. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 